This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson. Podcasting from gorgeous, mile-high Colorado Springs, the Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. If you want to have a meeting, you schedule it. If you want to go someplace, you schedule it. We have to, we don't have to, but if you want to become more effective and efficient with your time and getting things done, success is scheduled. So if you don't want to be successful at something, great, just wait for it to arbitrarily happen. But if you want to be successful at something, you need to get it scheduled. So let's take a look at understanding time blocking. You know, time blocking is a time management, but also focus management method that involves dividing your day into blocks of time. Each block is dedicated to accomplishing a specific task or groups. For instance, you may have what I call proactive work and reactive work. Proactive work, if you're in a corporate setting, would be your KPIs, special projects that you're working on, and other things. Reactive work would be doing your email. So we want to understand the important tasks. The deep work, as it's also known as proactive work, wants to come in the beginning of your day, and your reactive work wants to come later in the morning or early afternoon. So time blocking is saying, I'm going to do this at this time. And if we just kind of do emails every once in a while and do a meeting and do here, we're not time blocking. We're not effective and efficient, right? Because effective is doing the right things. Efficient is doing those things right. You know, so the approach of time blocking stands in really stark contrast to the typical reactive mode of working where individuals respond to tasks as they want, as they arise, often heading to a scattered focus and, dis- and diminished productivity, right? An email comes in, you address it. You try to do something else, you get a text, you address it. Try to do something else. And we're scattered throughout the day and we go home going, I didn't get anything accomplished today. That's because you, you were too reactive. We need to have specific time for that proactive work. During that proactive work, we turn off the phone, we turn off our email, we turn off Slack, we turn off DM, we turn off everything and just do our proactive work. When that's done, then we move on to the reactive work. So some of the benefits of time blocking are enhanced focus. Because when you're focusing on one task and one task only, or when you're paying attention to one task and one task only, you can give it extreme focus. And if we look at FOCUS as an acronym, that means follow one course until successful. So with time blocking, you go, here's what I'm going to do. Here's the course. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to follow this until I'm successful. So it enhances your focus. 
also improves improves productivity because you're actually getting stuff done, right? You have time blocks and you don't have to do it just in the morning. You may have a time block for proactive work in the morning, early afternoon, and before you leave. But whatever it is, it's going to improve your productivity because you're only focusing on one thing and you're going to focus on that until you get it done. Uh, it reduces stress, I mean, considerably because you know, I, with a lot of the clients, they go, well, I have to answer this call. I have to do this. And I, and I get so stressed. I don't know what to do. I'm going, great. Turn off the phone. Turn off the emails. Turn, turn off Slack. Put it in there. Because realistically, if you're in the corporate world, you're being paid to do proactive work. That really is your prime directive. It's not to answer emails. Your job isn't to answer emails. Yes, emails are important. We want to make sure, well, they may not be, well, they may be important, but they're not urgent. So they don't have to be done right away. So when we can focus on one thing, we actually reduce our stress as well. And it's better time management because you're actually, the time management is a product of what you want to focus on. Again, using proactive work or deep work. In the morning, you say, this is what I'm going to do, and you manage your time. And then you give yourself a break and go, this is what I'm going to do, and you manage your time. So time blocking you know, enhances your focus, productivity, reduces stress, and it's better time management. When you can implement this, you are going to feel such a relief that you have organization. Ultimately, this all falls under the umbrella of control within the category of mental strength. So how do you implement it? Well, I've talked a little bit about this, but assess your tasks. Like what I would say is assess the task using the Eisenhower matrix, which is an important urgent grid. If it's important and urgent and only can be done by you, that's what takes priority. If it's important but not urgent, you schedule it. If it's urgent and not important, you wait or delegate it. And if it's not important, not urgent, then you forget about it. But you need to assess your task, whether you use the Eisenhower matrix or due dates. If something is due now, you do that first. If something is due three days from now, you do that next. If something, right? So either assess your task by urgent and um, important or by due dates. And then you create a time blocking template, whether that's in the morning from 9 to 10, I do my deep work. Uh, from 11 to 12, I'll check my emails. And from 4 to 5, I'll pre-plan my next day. Yes, pre-planning the next day is part of time blocking. So before you leave work, you put a half hour aside and then you ask yourself, what three things do I want to get accomplished tomorrow? Out of those three things, what is the must that has to be done? So those are sam samples of a time blocking template. You know, and then you assign tasks to time blocks or vice versa. But, you know, if you have, again, 8 to 9 a.m., there's a time block. What am I going to do there? I'm going to work on project X, Y, and Z. You have a time block, 11 to 12. What am I going to do then? I'm going to check my emails. And so then you block your time as to what you need to be done. Then you don't have to have your whole day blocked out. You just want to make sure you have enough of it so you can be productive, so you can be productive, effective, and efficient. And then you need to be realistic about it, right? We have to have some variability in our time for those phone calls or those meetings that run over or some extra activities that have to be used in in moving a project forward. So we need to be realistic. We need to build in some buffers to that. But in the long run, um, following this 
program will help you considerably. And then, you know, we also have to review and adapt. If, you know, eight to nine, you have too many meetings, you can't do your uh, deep work, then be 9.15 to 10 o'clock, right? Be adaptive, but understand that it's essential that you have to have these blocks of time to do exactly what you want to do. And then you minimize distractions as well, right? That is, again, turning off your phone, turning off Slack, turning off all that, closing your door if you happen to be lucky enough to have an office, but you want to minimize distractions as much as possible. That may even mean by listening to some um, calming music in your earbuds that can minimize distractions as well. And then finally, you want to include times for breaks. The Pomodoro method talks about 20 minutes of work and five minutes of break. You can do 20 minutes. We want to preserve ourselves from being burned out as too much focus because we have the rest of the day to go. So you may want to think about doing 50 minutes and a five minute break or no more than 90 minutes and a 10 minute break. So here's some considerations is flexibility is crucial. We want to start off with a schedule, but then we want to be flexible enough to know that these things can be moved and the flexibility comes in, in moving that around your day and when you're, when it works best for you. But once you practice it, you will come into a rhythm. But if you don't start to block the time out, you'll not know what works for you. And prioritizing your task wisely. Again, we may think something is important and urgent, but your boss or a project or a customer may not. So we want to balance our perception with the perception of others before we start to prioritize it. And then consistency. Do this week after week after week. What I ask a lot of clients to do is on Friday, take an hour at the end of the day. One, determine the goal you want to have for Monday. And then also schedule your week out ahead of time. Because if you wait for the day before, your calendar is going to be filled with other people um, having requirements for you, whether it's meetings, phone calls, or whatever. But if you can go ahead and schedule your time blocks the week ahead of time for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you'll have consistency. Then you can have a little bit of flexibility. But if you wait to the last minute, like the morning of to time block, it's going to, it's just not going to work. So my suggestion would be at max, at the best, do it on Fridays for the whole week. At the worst, but still good, do it the day before. So Monday, block your time out for Tuesday. Tuesday, block your time out for Wednesday. Preferably, you want to do this although a week ahead of time. So just keep in mind that time blocking is not just a scheduling tool, but it's a mindset shift. It's being able to control what you can control and exercising that control over the things that are important and urgent. You know, it encourages you to take control of your time via your tasks rather than let, letting your tasks take control of you. Again, letting your tasks take control of you is more of a reactive and we want to be proactive. Our prime directive, we want to be proactive and start to, as they say, move the needle. And by dedicating specific blocks of time to your tasks, you can dramatically improve your focus, productivity, and overall well-being. Yes, well-being, because when we go home not stressed about work, we can enjoy our family, we can enjoy our workout, we can enjoy our walks, whatever it is. But if we, what happens is a lot of people will do their reactive work first, and then they stay late to do their proactive work, or they bring their proactive work home 
for them. So now, in addition to working eight hours in the office or 10, they're bringing work home, working 12 hours, but all that extra work is to do the proactive work. So you flip it around, you do your proactive work first, and then the reactive work, I'm not going to say can wait, but it doesn't take on the sense of urgency. It's important, but not urgent. So you can leave at a normal hour and go home and enjoy your life. And then remember, the ultimate goal of time blocking is just not to work harder, but it's supposed to work smarter. And that's where the effective and efficiency, right? Effective is doing the right things. Efficiency is doing those things right. If you like this podcast and want to see the show notes, please visit warriormindcoach.com for more information. While you're there, you can listen to more podcasts, read some blogs, and contact me about a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, under Warrior Mind Coach. And their proactive work home for them. So now, in addition to working eight hours in the office or 10, they're bringing work home, working 12 hours, but all that extra work is to do the proactive work. So you flip it around, you do your proactive work first, and then the reactive work I'm not going to say can wait, but it doesn't take on the sense of urgency. It's important, but not urgent. So you can leave at a normal hour and go home and enjoy your life. And then remember, the ultimate goal of time blocking is just not to work harder, but it's supposed to work smarter. And that's where the effective and efficiency, right? Effective is doing the right things. Efficiency is doing those things right. If you like this podcast and want to see the show notes, please visit warriormindcoach.com for more information. While you're there, you can listen to more podcasts, read some blogs, and contact me about a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.